Welcome to T21 Mom. Hi friends, it's Mary, mom to Ainsley, who rocks an extra chromosome and also has autism. And welcome to the T21 Mom podcast, and this is episode 113. How do you feel about holidays? Do you dread them or do you look forward to them? What would you do if you got a potato on Halloween? And have you ever wondered what your non-speaking child remembers? These are some of the things that I've been thinking about lately and that I was going to share about today. So I actually survived Halloween and actually really enjoy Halloween. I usually dress up, but this year I just didn't feel into it. I don't know why. I couldn't find my Snow White costume, which I've had for many, many years. I hope it turns up somewhere because I really like that costume. But it's always a little bit of a rush because I had to work, but I was able to get off a little bit early. And thankfully, daycare, they had a little pizza party for the kids. So you didn't really have to worry about dinner. So essentially, we came home dropped off our stuff and then we headed over to my brother's because he is in a townhouse complex and it's just so much easier to go there and uh, all the neighbors get right into it everyone's dressed up it's actually a lot of fun some houses even have jello shots for the adults it's it's great and you know, the weather was great. Usually it can be kind of hit and miss here for Halloween, you know, with the rain, but it was dry and it wasn't all that cold. So it was great. And Ainsley really rocked it this year. She dressed up as Dorothy from the Wizard of Oz and she was just so cute. And she had a really big basket to carry, you know, for all the candy. And it the basket itself was actually quite heavy, but she did it. And I was just so proud of her. And although Ainsley has really, I feel, quite good receptive language, like she's, she seems to understand pretty much everything I say to her. I often wonder if she understands concepts or what memories she has. Like, I do think this year she kind of understood the concept of going to people's doors, knocking on them. She seems to really like to knock on doors and that she would get candy in return. You know, we did kind of practice saying trick or treat or candy, please. But I found most places they didn't seem to care. They would just either give the candy or uh, hand the bowl and you could take candy out. But I think next year we'll practice taking candy out of a bowl because she didn't seem all that interested in doing that. I'm sure she wanted the candy, but I had to do a lot of hand over hand for her to actually take it out of the bowl and put it in her basket. But, you know, we just had so much fun and we ran into one of my nephews while we were out. I actually didn't even see him. He saw us and he went home to change out of his Viking costume and then he changed into army fatigues and he went around again and he said one neighbor actually recognized him but 
didn't actually, didn't really care and gave him more candy. And at one house, there, it was a teacher at this one house. And I thought this was really interesting. She offered him and his two friends either a potato or candy. And you would think since they're going out twice that they would take the candy. But they actually didn't. All three of them took the potato. Now, the lady at this house, she said that she was doing a little experiment. I don't know exactly what the experiment was, but apparently my nephew was telling me that this was all over Instagram to, you know, offer a potato or candy. I guess I missed that. And, you know, the next day I was on Facebook and I saw something about the potato or the candy. And what someone wrote was, I thought was really interesting. They said, part of the reason to give a potato is because it sparks conversation and creates memories. I thought, how cool is that? Because that's exactly what it did. When I saw my nephew at his home later, they were all talking about this potato that they received. He he pulled out of his bag a potato and I said, you got a potato? And then he, you know, proceeded to tell me about what happened when they went to that house and that they all took a potato and some of the his friends his two friends were saying what they were going to do with the potato I think one said he was going to make fries and so I thought that was really cool because they're also always going to remember that on a one Halloween night they got a potato at someone's house so I thought that was I thought that was really quite cool and really kind of interesting so you know we didn't get a potato but I think I would have taken it Did any of your kids get a potato when they were out trick-or-treating? I'd love to hear about it. And as I've talked about before, we've started back with music therapy. Aisley does music therapy also at school. I'm assuming it's with all of her classmates. And it was funny because last week her EA told me, a really cute story that Ainsley went rogue in the music class and was going to all the different groups and getting them all to sing happy birthday, which is her favorite song. So I thought that was quite funny. And, you know, sometimes when I look at Ainsley, I wonder, what are her memories? What does she remember? Does she have good memories or any bad memories? Because On Mondays, we go to music. It's after a very busy day. You know, we have one to two therapies in the morning. Then she goes to school. And then right after school, she has two hours with her BI, her behavior interventionist, Mercy. And, you know, Mercy's awesome. And they have a lot of fun together. And Ainsley really loves her and has totally thrived with her. But that's a busy day. And then we go to music, you know, until just before eight o'clock. So that's a pretty long day. And whenever I tell Ainsley we're going to music, she says Nam. And Nam is the name of our old instructor, but it's at the same place. And 
you know, I always say, well, we used to see Nam, but now we see Michaela. And she's she's trying hard to say her name, but she you know, she it comes out as Kayla, and so she's getting there. But it makes me really happy that, you know, after more than two years, because we didn't go for over two years, that she still remembers now. And she still remembers that that was the place for music. So I thought that was kind of cool because it kind of reinforced a few things for me that, you know, we can do different things that we can go on vacation or we can go have experiences and make memories and that she'll remember them because I often wonder what's going on inside her head and I think about when I was her age what memories I have from when I was in grade six and I wonder will she have some of those similar memories and I hope maybe one day that she'll be able to tell me and last week I went to a really fun event called the 321 Summit and it was put on by Down Syndrome BC. You can google them they're on all the social media platforms and it was kind of like a mini conference. They had some entrepreneurs there with Down Syndrome you know selling their wares and I got some lovely soap from Simon's Soapbox and some really yummy granola from the Granola Kid. It really is so good. And I also got a book called The Rainbow Puppy Daycare. And it's written by a young woman, young girl, I guess. I think she's 13. Her name is Kara Komukai. And you know, I picked up the book. She was there uh, at the uh, conference and I started flipping through it and I saw a, a name that I knew. I go, oh, that's Ainsley's EA's name. And then I looked at a picture and I go, that's Ainsley's EA. And it turned out it was him. So I I asked Kara and her mom, it it, was this your EA? Because this is my daughter's EA now. And they said yes. And what happened is uh, Dave, Ainsley's EA, he was Kara's EA during the pandemic. And she actually really thrived with the online learning. And part of her work or her online work was to create this story. And it's so cute and really lovely. And I had her sign the book. So, you know, go check it out. I'll put a link in the show notes. Again, it's Rainbow Puppy Daycare. And it's just a really sweet little book. And I think you would really enjoy it. And so part of the conference, they had a couple different panels. There was a parent panel, which was great. And they also had a young person's advocate panel. And they all did so awesome. And one of the dads, Craig, his daughter, Sarah, was uh, in the young, young person's advocate panel. And he was just so proud. They were all speaking just so well. And you know, it was just so great 
to see them up there and to see them sharing their stories and and different things that are going on in their lives. It really was really wonderful to see. And then to close out the day, uh, there was a guest speaker and her name is Madison Tevlin. Now she is one of the stars from the movie Champions. Now, if you haven't seen that movie, find a way to see it, rent it, do whatever. It's such a great movie. Yeah, Woody Harrelson's the star and I believe he also produced it. And she was Constantine in the movie. I think she was the only uh, female uh, in, in the movie. And she she gave a, a little talk, and which was awesome. And after she was just chatting uh, with the facil- facilitator, and she's so funny. She really is quite funny and so well-spoken. And, you know, of course, everyone wants to get a picture with her. And after she was just so gracious with her time and waited for every single person to get a picture with her. And it was just a really great afternoon. It was so nice to see other parents and many who I knew, knew, but also there were a lot of people there that I did not know. And so it was really nice to chat with some of the different parents there. And, and, you know, I just really, I think we need to attend these types of events. And, you know, obviously it depends where you live, but I really encourage you to try to attend the various Down Center events that are available to you, you know, or perhaps you can create your own. I do my little Zoom barbecue every year. Yes, I meet with those people every other week, essentially. And, you know, I always like to do this, the barbecue in the summer where we can all see each other in person. And I love doing that. I love creating that sense of community. And, you know, it doesn't have to be anything big. It, it can just be even a coffee chat. You can meet in a coffee shop somewhere. You know, for example, I go to a knit group every week and we just go to a Starbucks. And, you know, it was arranged ahead of time. It's been going on for years. And we take a few tables and they're really lovely that letting us, you know, congregate there. So I don't see why you can't do something like that. You know, I just think it's so important to have a sense of community you know I think we need others that that we can share you know our our stories our our triumphs and our struggles and our tribulations who you know with people who are on a similar journey that we're on you know just to create that sense of community and you know that's one of the big reasons that I go to the retreat every year you know it's important for me to have that community. Some people may feel they don't necessarily need that and that's fine. But I know for me that I need that. And, you know, we're from all walks of life, but, you know, we've created like my haunted rock and moms. We have really created a strong bond. And as Janesse said, we are a fierce but loyal bunch and that is so so true and 
we have gone through some really hard times this past year and and I think it's all made us even closer so I just really encourage you to try to find find your tribe find your community you know go to the retreat or create something so that you can build those connections with others I just think it's so so important and on a positive note Ainsley had her palette expander put back in she took it out a few weeks ago and she handled it like a champ granted I did kind of bribe her with a McDonald's smoothie after but she did so so well you know the ortho though said she would have really had to pull hard to get it out but her EA just said she literally put her finger in her mouth and it just flipped out I, I don't know if maybe it had somehow come loose or something I don't know but regardless she got it out but she's got another one in but you know we also didn't lose a lot of turns that's what I was really worried about I was so worried that we'd be starting over because we were about halfway but we actually only lost two turns and the the ortho just did those two turns as after she put it in so we're back to where we had left off so that is really great and I just, just fingers crossed I hope it doesn't happen again she's tolerated it really well she hasn't even tried to take it out like she did the first time uh, I guess because the first time it was something completely foreign in her mouth the second time you know she probably remembers what it was and and has done really well just unfortunately a lot of drooling with the palette expander but we're working on that and hopefully that will improve with time I'll let you know how it goes so thanks for listening to the t21 mom podcast and I really do appreciate you listening and I'm sorry that I haven't been as consistent as I would like in getting the episodes out to you. It's a lot of work to put this all together, but I love doing it. It's important to me, and but I also really enjoy doing this. It's a true labor of love, but you know, it does take a lot of my time. And as we all know, we're all busy. We have a million things going on in our lives, but I do try to make time for this. So I appreciate you sticking with me and, and uh, listening to each episode as it comes out. So keep on loving on your rocking kiddos and I'll see you next time. <laughs>